What's up, everybody? In this episode, I am here with a very special guest, a very special friend of mine, Carlos, and we're going to talk, we might even break this down into two episodes, but we're going to talk um, first about something really awesome that he achieved, which was, um, well, his, his weight loss journey. And, um, you know, then we're going to maybe talk about some other stuff. We might save that for episode number two is what I'm thinking. I don't know how this is going to work. But um, anyway, Carlos, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, brother. I appreciate it. It's it's going to be fun, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, for the listeners, you know, Carlos and I met um, really just, was it six months ago, roughly? I mean... Roughly, it, I would say probably, yeah, six, five months ago? Yeah, five, six months ago. Um, hit it off, became really good friends, started hanging out. We have a, sh- a shit ton of stuff in common. Yep. By the way, you can swear on this. The only... B- all, right, all right, okay, that's what I was going to ask. Are we allowed to swear or not? But now that I know, I think we're set. The only problem, the only problem is now, like, Spotify did this thing where I have to put, there's like, does your episode contain explicit content, you know, so like now I have to click yes when I swear, but I, I swear in most episodes, it just, it just happens, you know, so anyway, but um, I mean, let's just dive right into it. If you want, you can kind of just introduce yourself, you know, tell them a little bit about yourself, or you can just kind of go into, you know, your weight loss journey that we're going to talk about, or however you want to start, man. Yeah, so I guess I'll introduce myself a little. My name is Carlos. I'm 24 years old. I work for Intown Sushi. We actually have the best sushi in town. So for everyone who wants to try it, we have the best sushi. At the same time, I run a little jewelry store located in Salmon's Park. So everyone listening here in the podcast, I'll do 10% off if you come to us. You know, I'm going to plug in the address quick. There you go. It's a shameless plug. 6528 West Lake Street. Love that, love that. That's a it's sh- a shameless plug. Less than like two minutes into the episode, that was great. All right, um, yeah, and um, okay. So, and like I said, the big thing that I want to talk about is um, that weight loss journey that you went on. And so let's let's start with that, and then we'll get into all the other shit talking that we're gonna do. But because um, you, you know, when I first met you, one of the things I thought was super cool is. You, you know, you're, you're a big guy too. I mean, just like me, you know, we're both kind of big guys in our own way. I mean, we both weigh probably, oh heck, I don't know, uh, you know, 215, 220. Yep. And you were what? What was the heaviest that you got the to? The heaviest I was that I remember, it was 310. Okay. If I recall, it was 310. It was, it was in the three digits. It was in, definitely in the three digits. Yeah. And so we're recording this right now. It's, it's you know, July, almost the end of July, 2023. About when were you 310 pounds? Okay. And so now, you know, you've lost basically 100 pounds, almost, yeah, like 90 yeah, pounds. Yeah, like 90 pounds. Yeah. Much, okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for reference, you're what? You're six feet tall, basically? Six feet, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, do you know about, because, like, when I met you, you were already at the weight you're at now. You know, you, you had already basically lost, you know, all of those yeah, 90 so pounds. When, so, yeah, when you met me, I was at two, no, actually, when you met me, I was at 235. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at two nineteen. Okay. I weighed myself this morning at okay. two nineteen. So, okay, yeah. So you lost sixteen additional pounds in the last pounds. five months or so. Months or so. And see, that's a good pace too, because like most people, a lot of times the mistake people make with weight loss is you know it's crash dieting where they lose like thirty pounds in one month and then gain it right all back. Okay. You know, I mean, when I work with people, I usually try to say that like five pounds per month is like 
about the max. Like you don't want to do much more than five pounds per month, you know, and that would lead up to 60 pounds in a year if you did that for a full year. Um, but so when you, I guess, like what made you finally realize, what made you decide, okay, I do definitely need to lose weight, and then how did you start doing it? So, yeah, so the thing that definitely made me realize I needed to lose the weight was that I was not happy with myself. Mm-hmm. So I had this depression got out on me that, you know, it hit me hard because I was not happy with myself. And then I came to a realization where I was like, you know what? Because I used to be kind of like a complainer. So mm. a lot of the things that were happening to me, you know, I, I would just complain. Instead of taking action, I would just complain the whole time. And one of the things that happened was like, I was like, okay, if I want to have my, let's say, love life to be better, mm-hmm. I definitely have to do an improvement, which it was something that, you know, I need, I wanted to improve, which was my love life. And I know me being overweight was not going to make it any easier. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So I just have to realize, you know, I'm like, you know what, I have to put in the work. I have to do, lose the weight because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, I know I'm not going to have any luck on the love field. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much one of the things that trigger me. Mm-hmm. Kind of was like that leverage to put me in there. You know, I began to do some diarying, but it was hard, man. Because one of the things that I can tell you about being overweight is just your mind, you know, it just it won't let you. Mm. It's just so much easier to kind of, you know, just eat the cake and like feel good for like, you know, like a short term instead of like actually putting in the work and feel right. good for like long term. Mm-hmm. So definitely like something I do got to tell you is like, being overweight, it does like mess you up like mentally. Mm-hmm. You don't feel good at all. Mm-hmm. And I have met some people before that you know, especially nowadays with everybody talking about like the body positivity and all that. Like, have a serious questions to ask them. I was like, how could you possibly feel good for yourself like being overweight? Because mm-hmm. it's not a feeling that it's listen. You gain nothing from it, right? And I bet you, like, uh, I'll ask anyone. Because it's hard, you know, losing the weight, it's hard. It's hard because you have to give up a lot of stuff that you want. Right. So it's mm-hmm. it's a hard journey that you have to go through. And if you ask people, like, hey, if you take this pill, you will be in the shape that you always dreamed of, right? And you won't have to go to the sacrifice, they will take it. Mm-hmm. So and that's one of the questions, you know, it's something that, I don't understand all those people that said that, you know, it's my body, sure, it's your body, your choice, whatever, but, like, how could you possibly feel good? Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's one of the reasons that I did it, not only for the dating scheme, but I also did it for my health. Because mm-hmm. it was, you know, I, well, I'm going to tell you this, too. I don't know if I told you, but I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Okay, yep. And I knew it was because, you know, being overweight and some of, like, the mental stuff that I was going through. And actually, I got to tell you, because when I went to the clinic and they did like the test on me and all that, mm-hmm. they were going to put me on medication, which, you know, inside of me, I was like, no, like, I cannot, yeah. I cannot get on pills. I can, there's no way for me to get on pills. So one of the things that I started doing actually was getting a lot of sun because I didn't used to get any sun mm-hmm. or vitamins. And I started eating red meats and all that. And now I feel the best that I have ever felt. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know that my bipolar disorder went away because even my parents and some family friends told me mm. they're like oh you don't have those like attacks anymore you don't have like those anger issues anymore like mm-hmm. like, like it's almost like your bipolar disorder just disappeared yeah and like i said it literally just happened like that as soon as i began to like you know what it's me who has to get it done because mm-hmm. nobody else is going to help me 
So I, I started focusing on working out and my dieting, and like everything just kind of began to improve mm -hmm. in my life. Yeah, all of the all of the mental things improved because of the physical changes. And and like one thing I want to ask. So you talked at the beginning of that. Um, okay, because like when I met you, I considered you a person already who's like you don't seem to make excuses. You know, like you take responsibility and you take ownership for things. You were talking about at the beginning how you used to always you know blame other things, make a lot of excuses. Like like how did that shift? And that's the thing. I realized because like I told you, I used to be a complainer, right? Yeah. But it was also in another podcast that I heard from a guy. Uh, he was talking about this. Like, you know, if you start taking accountability for everything that happens to you, you'll start feeling better in life. Mm -hmm. I agree. And, and I agree with him, you know. And I'm going to tell you this. As soon as I started taking accountability for everything bad that happens or good to me in life, I began to feel better. And I do realize, too, that people, anyone, they don't like a complainer. Will you hang out with a person who's a complainer? Of course. It's not as fun. No. The end, you know, they have no energy. They're just going to bring you down. You don't want to hear anything that they, you know, talk about. Mm -hmm. So I realized, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be this person. I'm not going to complain. Everything that happens to me, either good or bad, I'm just going to take fully accountability for it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I began to do. And so it really was, see, I think this is, this is something that's super interesting. I'm off topic a little bit here, but for you, it was a podcast as well. It was, it was listening to people on podcasts. Yes. And it, that's like one of the big things that was a game changer for me like four or five years ago. Start listening to podcasts as opposed to like the bullshit news or like the stuff that they, they want you to listen oh, to. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. Totally. yeah. That, that's what it is. Yeah. And, um, and so there's a couple other interesting parts there that you talked about, like just the physical aspect itself of losing weight. You talked about, you know, we're getting sun. And then also, I actually want to focus a little bit on, you talked about eating more red meat because there's still this stigma in society where people talk about, you know, oh, don't eat red meat. You know, red meat's bad for you. Red meat might make you fat. What made you realize it was a good idea to start eating red meat or just meat in general more? And how did it change things? So... Same thing. We're going to go back to, like, you know, the podcast and all that. I started following Lever King. I'm mm -hmm. sure you're familiar with Lever King, right? Of and course. And other people that were eating red meats, and I started looking at them, and I'm like, well, they're in way better shape than I'm in. Yeah. So, of course, they know what they're talking about, right? And then I kind of started doing some research online saying that actually red meat, it's good for you. Mm -hmm. Same as eggs, because doctors told you all the time, don't eat any don't eggs. Don't eat any eggs. Yep. Don't eat the egg yolks. Eat, exactly, yeah. you know? So, I started doing that. And right now, I'm in, like in the best shape that I have ever been in my life, honestly. From mm -hmm. doing that, and I feel the greatest. But I'm still not happy with it. You know, I'm still not content because, like, you know, especially starting to hang out with you and other people, you know, who are, like, on the same kind of, not level, but, you know, like the brotherhood that I have with you right. guys now, that makes me more of a competitive person. So now I want to be better than the shape that I'm in right now. So that's mm -hmm. why I'm just working and working every day to be in better physical shape. Because mm -hmm. I'm not happy, you know? It's just, like I said, probably one of the best things is having a brotherhood. Mm -hmm. You can be with people that have like the same goals, ambitions in life as you, because it just pushes you to be better yeah. in life. Mm -hmm. It truly does, and it changes your life. And like back to the thing of like listening to the podcast and, and all that, you know? Like the saying that said, you become the, the son of the five people you have you know, the most with. Exactly. And especially nowadays, like just the, like the five people that you hang out with the most, you know, online or the five people that you that you follow the most makes just as big of a difference, I would say. OK, so we had to make a little bit of a mic adjustment there. But anyway, so we're talking about, the you know, the five people that you spend the most time with and just, you know, the positive influence from podcasts and things like that. Um, now, like when you started your journey, 
Um, so what was like the first step when you're like, okay, I'm 310 pounds, you know, I'm, I need to lose weight. What was the first thing you did? Was it starting a new diet? What was... So, yeah, okay, so one of the first things that I kind of did was just kind of started a new diet. Because mm-hmm. uh, at the time I used to do strongman, so, and that's one of the things. When you do strongman, I know this probably is going to trigger a lot of people to do strongman, <laughs> but like, I feel like doing strongman is just, it's giving you an excuse to eat whatever you want okay. and work out and, and consider yourself healthy or fit, which, you know, right. it's, it's a lot. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's just an excuse. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, it was that. And then at the same time, uh, just kind of the same thing that I told you. Uh, just started listening to podcasts. I started watching some of the Larry King videos. And it just kind of, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick to that diet of theirs. Them, mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to begin to work out constantly. And that's that's pretty much what I did. It was hard. Because mm-hmm. there was times, you know, where I fell off. You know, I was like, woke up every morning. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do this, you know. But... Then I realized that, you know, I'm like, no, I have to. Like, mm-hmm. It must be done. Like, <clears throat> if I want to become the person that I want to be, it has to be done, you know, because it's not like some magical dwarf or anything is just going to show up in life and be like, hey, here you go. Right. You're going to have the magical body you always want. You know, it's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And well, <clears throat> and so you talk about following the diets that those people were doing at the time. Now, was it... Um, were you tracking like how many calories you ate? Were you tracking how much protein you ate? Or was it just kind of switching the types of foods you ate? Mm, not really. I, I didn't track at all. Like mm-hmm. I think I was probably eating anywhere. Because one of the things that I did was like, I did some like intermediate fasting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I was eating. But probably if I have to say, I think I probably was eating anywhere between... 300 calories still so yeah plenty of calories still but you know it was just mainly if i was just eating better options okay. i was just eating like actual whole foods instead of like the junk that i used to eat all right these right foods. and that's something that they say makes a huge difference too because they say you know yeah um eating the the whole just whole natural foods by itself like that alone well number one it lowers our cravings right because the whole natural foods they have these you know artificial things that make our taste buds go boom and we yep. just want to eat more and more yep. So yeah, eating whole natural foods itself will make a huge difference. Now, do you remember at that time, like, what was your diet? I mean, you said you were added in meats. Like, well, you know, what what else would you eat in a typical day during that time? So pretty much, I was eating a lot of fish. I remember a lot, a lot of lean meats, and at the yeah. same time, I was playing football quite mm-hmm. constantly. So I think that yeah. also helped a lot. So I kind of was following kind of like a almost like a football player diet too. At the yeah. same time, I was eating a lot of red meat. Still, mm-hmm. it was actually funny enough. Like I didn't used to eat a lot of red meat because, like, my stomach would have like problems like digesting it. Okay. But then I think I told you there's the time we went to Fogo Gaucho when yeah. we, we had you know, and you like start eating more red meat. Yeah. And then I began doing that, and it almost seemed like the digestion problem just went away. And actually, I did notice too because, like I said, I was eating a lot of red meats, but not as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. It's mostly my diet now is just consists of just eating red meats, right? That's what's up. Just red meats all the time. Red meat, cheese, mm-hmm. milk, and barely any carbs. But I still get my carbs when I play football. Yeah. Just, yeah, and, and, you know, of course, you're talking about, you know, soccer, foot, football mundial, football, you know. Football. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I didn't even know there really was much of, like, a, a football, a, f- a football diet. Um, yeah, and um, 
You know, and that's actually similar enough to the way that I like to eat in just terms of like the 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 meat, like the protein. Well, I mean, it obviously has a lot of fat too, like the meat's sweet, but meats, eggs, cheese. I like that to be like the base of my diet, if you will. You know, and then add in carbs and stuff when necessary. But and this is like the biggest tip that I give people in general is like, okay. If you, if you want to start making changes to the way your body looks, but you don't want to go, like, all in and everything, uh, you know, you're not going to follow, like, some totally tracked plan, just prioritize protein. If just I, make sure you yeah. eat protein first, yeah. and then if you're still hungry for other things, then eat the other things afterwards. Oh, yeah. Right? And like I said, I know just because this worked for me might not work for anyone else, you know, because sure. everybody's body is different but i do agree with you like probably one of the best things you can do in the morning because a lot of people do fasting yeah and i used to do that a lot right mm -hmm. but now especially with the goal that i have of trying to get 200 grams of protein a day first thing i do in the morning is just eggs yeah. or any sort of protein just to feel full because you know actually the more protein that you eat i feel like you can kind of still eat those foods that you kind of joy mm -hmm. if you still get like those amounts of protein that you need a day because that's something i definitely did too when i lost all that weight like i was getting a lot of protein mm -hmm. and i didn't really cut off like the processed foods you know i didn't cut yeah. off the pizza the burgers mm -hmm. ice cream stuff like that. i didn't really cut it off you know and i'm still losing the weight um mm -hmm. yeah i mean it was like slowly for surely but you know i did I lost the weight in, in mm -hmm. a healthy way, you know. Yes, yes. And, and I knew because I realized too <clears> that you know, and that's the problem that a lot of people have. You know, they want to lose the weight right away, which right. is not going to happen. It's going to mm -hmm. take time. I mean, you could probably lose it right away, but like the rest of pills are you probably going to end up getting. Like you're just going to harm yourself. Yeah, yeah. Now, how did you know? Like, because I mean, you were very young at the time. You're still very young. You were 22 or 23, whatever. How did you like know? How did you realize that I need to do this in a healthy way rather than? Yeah, no. so one of my best friends, if you listen to the podcast, hey, Joel, I love you, the mm -hmm. owner of the gym, MLPS, one of the best gyms in Minneapolis, so you guys got to definitely check it out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he, he was it's always... a good gym. Yeah, a good gym. He was always there kind of for me, and he would tell me, like, hey, you know, because I would talk to him, like, any fitness advice or anything I wanted to know, tips, he would tell me. Mm -hmm. So he told me, hey, you know, you have to do it this way. But, you know, me being like, oh, my God, like, I just want to lose weight right away, you know. And he's like, it's not going to happen like that. Mm -hmm. Follow this and actually follow it, motherfucker. That's what he told me. Mm -hmm. I want you to follow it step by step, and you'll see. He's like, trust the process, which is a quote from him now that I love, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah. He was the first person that I heard it from, but he's like, trust the process, which is true. You got to trust the process, you know. Because at first, I didn't see any results or anything. I was just like... Is this really working? And then you kind of like go back into like that kind of like, not depression state, but I would say like kind of like sadness, kind like, of thing that you feel, you know, like just disappointment. Yeah, disappointment. Yeah. But no, you know, probably a month or two, I started to see some changes in my habits too, and I, you know, I started to feel great. So I was like, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm just going to keep doing this. But it definitely, like I said, it's like a roller coaster. Because, you know, there's days where you wake up feeling, oh, my God, amazing and everything. And there's other days where you're just like, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. When you say trust the process, what was the process that he gave you in general? Like what? what it was just like the diet thing. He's like, I want you to follow this diet. I mm -hmm. want you to work out this many days. I don't want you to overwork out because by you, you know, overworking out, it's not going to speed up things. Because mm -hmm. that's the thing that I thought, you know, I was like, okay, so he told me to eat this many calories. If I eat half of that... It's going to speed up the process. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. yeah. He told me, only work out 
like I think it was what forty and we did like we worked out five times no four times a week. Yeah. And it was only like thirty to forty five minutes a right. day. Yep. And he's like, no, because in my head, you know, I thought that you're I was thinking doing, do more, do yeah, more, doing more. And the other thing was too like doing cardio. Yeah. I thought that if I would go on the treadmill and do like an intense hour of cardio, it was gonna speed up things. But no, I did it. Cardio, yeah. cardio really. I feel like cardio nowadays is, is just good, is just good for the heart. If you're trying mm-hmm. to lose weight, yeah, yeah, cardio is. I've said it many times in this podcast before. Cardio, in my opinion, is a very good health tool for your heart and for your circulatory system, for your mitochondria. It's not a good body composition tool. It's not good to help lose weight, and it's definitely not good to build muscle. But anyway, okay, so so you had a smart trainer, and you stuck with the process, I which is extremely process, yes. hard for most people. It was hard, yeah. Like I said, one of the hardest thing that I almost went through because like I said it was just so much easier not to do it you know because who, who wants to go to pain and suffering nobody mm-hmm. if you really ask people hey do you want to go to like the pain and suffering they're like mm, no you know like I just want to stay on my comfort zone right. and that's something definitely that I had to do too like I had to get out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. to actually do this stuff that I didn't want to do well, which part of it was the most getting out of your comfort zone? Was it the way you had to eat, or was it the way you had to change the way you trained? Probably the way for me to get it out of my comfort zone, kind of like, you know, for me to begin to lose all the weight and all that. Yeah. I was a shy person, a really, really shy person, right? Okay. So I wouldn't really like going out in public because I always had this idea that people were judging me, mm-hmm. okay. which nowadays, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, I don't care, you know. They could be talking whatever about me. I don't care, you know. Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever. Uh, but that's something definitely that kind of pushed me. That was like, you know what? Like, I just have to go to the gym because mm-hmm. I always had that in the back of my head where I'm just like, I feel like I'm being judged, criticized mm-hmm. the whole time. So yeah, I didn't want to do it, you know. And especially like when I was trying to eat healthy, you always have the family members who, you know, give you shit, make fun of you, and then you have, you know, I always felt the way too where when I would go to the grocery store and I would try to, you know, get groceries like something healthy to eat. That people were judging me, mm. but then, like I said, I just kept a realization where I was like, no, okay, nobody actually. One of the things too that is true about the gyms, because you know a lot of people have fear of going to the gym because they feel like people are going to judge them. Nobody there is to judge. No, nobody is. It's gonna one judge of the you. least judgmental places. Yeah. Nobody is yeah. going to judge you because guess what? Everybody has demons they're fighting, yes. so they're focusing on those demons that they're fighting. One hundred percent. I absolutely love that because the gym is one of like the friendliest places you can go. And yes, everybody. I mean, everybody that goes into the gym a lot and gets really into fitness, myself included, it usually starts with insecurities. It starts with insecurities. I mean, and I've talked about this before, how like for me, you know, growing up, I wasn't as athletic and strong as I wanted to be. I came from, you know, a family of athletes. And that's really what's made me a personal trainer now. That's what's gotten me so into fitness is because we're always trying to overcome so many of these insecurities. I mean, I can't imagine like in your case, just how different life is now than it was two, two and a half years ago, right? Like everywhere you go. Definitely. I got to tell you this. The sacrifice that I made and doing everything that I did, it, if I could do it again, like I would do it again. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it also changes you as a person. Yeah. Because you begin to like see and view things different in uh-huh. the world. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, you begin to like adapt like a discipline that I didn't yeah. have before, mm-hmm. and you feel so much better. And, and something I'm gonna tell you too, people respect you. Mm-hmm. You notice that a lot of people begin to respect you more, mm-hmm. and people view you different than me when I was overweight. Mm-hmm. Like I said, still now, like I said, I'm not happy with the you know the way that I am right now with the body. 
like I'm still working every day to you know become better. I want to become better than the day before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, um, in the the respect thing is interesting because it's 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 interesting too because like we do naturally judge people. So what you're saying is like you know people at the gym in general don't judge you, right? But they people, don't judge you. But I'm I'm gonna tell you in, like something outside. I mean, you know, let's say I'm gonna use this ex- kind of like an example for a second, but like. Now, let's mm-hmm. say before me, if I was gonna give you like an advice, because I had this, you know, with my uncle, who he's the one that would tell me, don't eat X. And you know, yeah. by looking at him, you're like, do I really wanna take advice from you? Mm-hmm. Like looking at somebody, it, it almost like in sales, you know, because there's things that kind of like speaks for themselves without being tall. So mm-hmm. like if you see somebody who's in fantastic shape, the best shape of his life, you can tell that that's a disciplined person who works hard mm-hmm. for the stuff that he has. And then you see somebody who's, that piece of shit yeah. and you're like eh, you know he doesn't take care of himself you know he's not determined he's not you know he's not hungry for success for anything and I mean like I said that's what speaks for itself kind of mm-hmm. yeah and I mean I think that the discipline well the re- like what I always talk about is like discipline in other areas of life starts off with physical discipline you know um, I think that the easiest way if someone wants to become a more disciplined person which will help you in any other area of life is first set a workout plan, stick to the workout plan. It doesn't have to be that hard of a workout plan, but just make a workout plan, stick to it. Set somewhat of a diet plan, maybe. It doesn't have to be the hardest diet plan, but make one or two changes that you're going to commit to, stick to it, right? It all starts with the physical, yep. you know? So, yeah. And now, you know what I'm curious about, too, is like when you were going through the, the weight changes and everything, because obviously, okay, so... When we're losing weight, we are in a calorie deficit, meaning that we are burning more calories yep. than we're consuming. Yep. And, you know, one of the simplest ways to do this for like for most of us, like if I think for me, like, okay, I'm going to be in a calorie deficit. Like if I want to cut, yep. if I wanted to lose 10 pounds of body fat over the next couple months to get really shredded, I, I mean, the way I would do it is I would keep eating enough protein, but just not have that many total calories. And I would probably, even with, even with all the protein, I would still probably feel hungry, yep. right? Did you, would you say that you felt hungry, but like were you going to bed hungry on a regular basis during those? Yeah, so I remember that there was definitely occasions where I was going to bed hungry. Yeah. Because like I said, I did when kind of like a calorie deficit mm-hmm. a couple, I think it was last year, you know, yeah. when I started playing more football like mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, there was times where I was going to bed like hungry, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't have, you know, I was just like, you know what, I'm not going to eat anything because... That kind of was just still in the back of my head, you know. I was just like, if I'm, you know, if I eat right now, like I'm gonna gain weight. Mm-hmm. But now that I see like view things differently, I'm like, no, like I don't go to be- I don't go to bed hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, one of the biggest things that I'm doing is actually getting enough protein yeah. to get me full for the whole day. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is this is a huge thing for people to understand too. Is if you get enough protein, it, it, you know, protein is satiating. Protein will fill you up and make it so you're not super hungry. It's way easy to just overeat on carbohydrates and junky processed foods like that. And protein will not make you fat. Because I have heard a lot of people who believe protein will make you fat. Protein will not make you no. fat. It will do the opposite. It will help you burn fat and will get you fantastic shape. Well, but you have to put in the work too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and just because muscle, having more muscle on your body in general, it will make you burn more fat. Muscle is a highly metabolic tissue. Um, okay, yeah, I mean, so that's now like, okay, what would be the biggest piece of advice that you would give someone, you know, maybe they're 30, 40, 50, even 100 pounds overweight? Like what, how would you recommend most people start the journey? I would say 
one of the things that I could tell them is like, because they're not really going to make a change unless mm-hmm. they want to. Right. Because I could tell them, like, kind of do what I did, like, you know, make sure you following the diet, uh, eating enough protein, mm-hmm. drinking a lot of water, because water helps a lot, right? Okay. Especially yeah. when you're, like, in a deficit. The more water that you drink, especially sparkling water, it helps coffee. Ah, because it kind of keeps coffee, you. Coffee, it keeps you full. Okay. Um, but, but just like I said, brother, it's not going to matter whatever you tell them, because, like, if they're actually not going to do it, nothing that I say really it's almost, you know, it's going to make them do it. Like, it yeah. has to be, like, inside of them, like, like for them to make a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you think that someone gets into the position? I mean, obviously, okay, you, you got to a point where you're just like, I'm, there's enough pain in my life that I need to change this. Was that kind of what it took? And I, I feel mean, like that's, that's, yeah. I mean, it was just like a trigger. It triggered me where, like, you know, I was going through so much stuff that I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to change this. Yeah, I don't want to go through this. Like I said, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was really hard. It's, it's one of the hardest things that you can go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just have to do it. It has to be done because nobody yeah. else is going to do it for you. Yeah. What do you think about now, like in terms of just the, the way you live and the way you eat? I mean, do you, do you think like moving forward that um, it's going to be easy for you to keep your weight like where it is now or to get even leaner? What do you yeah, think about going so forward? so definitely for me now, mm-hmm. moving forward, it's going to be a lot easier, yeah. especially because I have more knowledge now of yeah. like my body. Because actually one of the things too, like when I was losing all the weight, I kind of began to like understand my body better, like connect yeah. more with my body. Yeah. So now, you know, I was like, okay, now I know what I need, like how much protein a day I have to be consuming mm-hmm. to not gain any weight or lose yes. any weight. But it, you know, that's it's tough because you know getting 200 grams of protein a day, it's it's a tough, tough. Choice, you know, because I don't want to lose any muscle that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, this is it. I mean, this is what people need to understand too. Is there's a big difference between weight loss and fat loss. When we lose weight, we could be losing muscle too. Yep. We don't want to lose muscle, okay? No, and that's why doing some form of resistance training, i.e. lifting weights and eating enough protein, ideally about one gram of protein per pound of body weight like you're talking about, is extremely important for that. And like me too, I know how it is because like I eat, that's, I told you, that's all I do right now is I eat 200 grams of protein a day, maybe more on some days, but like hit that. Get that and don't even worry about the rest of it. You know, you're not going to lose muscle doing that. And really, like for me, since I have just a fast metabolism nowadays anyway, I don't really worry. Like it would take a lot for me to gain a bunch, a bunch of fat. So just like hit the 200 grams of protein a day. But it's not easy. It's, it's not easy to get that out. You have to really pay attention to it. And this is why, like for most people, I do recommend like protein shakes, even though I don't take them myself because I eat a lot of meat, a lot of eggs, you know, a lot of things that have a lot of protein. Um, do you use a lot of protein shakes or any other I supplements? I used to, but now, you know, when our friendship began and I started yeah. hanging out more with you a lot, I haven't touched the protein shake in the six months. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, I bought it, what was it, six months ago? I think yeah. I, I sent you a picture that was going to go like, you know, it was three meals and then the protein shake. Yeah. It's still brand new. Like, haven't yeah. even opened it. Haven't even opened it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't even opened it. Yeah, that's, yeah. When you get to a point where you don't even need the protein no. shakes, because you get enough protein through your diet, that's when you know you're crushing. Yeah. You know. And did you take any other supplements like throughout the weight loss journey? Um, yeah, I mean, I took ashwagandha. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely helps a lot with stress. So people who are dealing with stress, uh, yeah, ashwagandha helps a lot. Yeah, and it actually helps you perform well too. Like it gives mm-hmm. you a lot of stamina. Like if you play. 
football, if you do sprints, you know, a lot of like sports are like required to be like kind of fit, you know, mm-hmm. have good yeah, yeah. cardio. Um, yeah, those supplements definitely help a lot. Beetroot, uh-huh. ashwagandha, mm. root, those were some of the supplements I was taking. Um, yeah. Right now I'm sticking just with creatine, yep. tangali, yeah. ashwagandha, and that's it. Okay. Those are the only, oh, What's, fish oil too. Those are the only supplements. What's the tangali supposed to do? Tangali, it's like this herb that apparently is supposed to like level your testosterone levels okay. yeah. high. Yeah. Know? It's almost like a steroid, but well, like we know side of it, like a natural yeah. steroid apparently, but yeah. who knows? I mean, it's not a steroid, it's not a but steroid, like it but has kind of that. Well, effect. yeah, because apparently bodybuilders, when they get out of a cycle, mm. they get with, um, they go into a cycle of ashwagandha, okay. root, yeah, and tangali, which actually has like, you know, those kind of not the side effect but like it gives you like the thing that the stories were giving you okay interesting yeah um you know because funny because ashwagandha too is one it's just it's an adaptogen it'll make you better at everything you know which that's a whole other episode that we could do about that but i do gotta tell you this <laughs> taking those supplements makes you horny as well. <laughs> it makes you really really fucking horny hmm I mean, if you, you know, I, I, we're going to have to do round two where we talk about all this other stuff that we were going to talk about. But, um, yeah, I'm wondering if that would be good to have just have me taking supplements that would make me more horny, <laughs> maybe not. I mean, huh. Uh, okay, well, let's do this. Let, let's, uh, let's do, like I said, we'll split this up into two episodes. So Carlos and I are going to be coming on for a second round here that will release, who knows, shortly after this first podcast is being released. But just to, like, sum up the weight loss journey because i think we kind of covered it we covered the way you changed your diet more whole natural foods yep. started eating more meat first it was more the oh i yeah. forgot to add some eating mm-hmm. organs ah uh, organ meats organ, liver organ meats too testicles liver, liver is king <laughs> liver, yep. and actually i started eating testicles too so and i gotta tell you they don't taste the best mm-hmm. but oh they make you feel good like yeah oh, fuck yeah like you mm-hmm. feel great after especially eating liver well, no, I, I definitely know that from eating liver. You feel how do you how do you how do you cook the testicles? What kind of testicles was it that you were eating? <laughs> okay, so I was eating bull testicles. Bull uh, testicles. Bull testicles. Yes. Yeah. Oof. I mean, pretty much all I did was just butter <laughs> and salt and pepper, and that was it. Butter, salt, and pepper, and That's just it. cook up your just, testicles just in a pan. Up the testicles. Jesus, yeah, and uh, it's gamey, but it's not bad. It's it's actually not bad. It's, okay. it's not that bad as people think. Um, you know, I'm trying to like learn new recipes on how to cook bowl testicles now. I'll probably uh-huh. end up doing them with the grill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might make candy bars out of them. I don't know yet, but I don't know about the candy bars. It sounds like something we would try to give our lady friends and be like, "What's this?" <laughs> but we'd have to let them know that's testicles. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So we talked about the diet changes. We talked about the working out. Which the working out was mainly just simple four days a week. Four days a week. Weight training. Weight training. Yeah. Uh, heavy, he- heavy weight, because that's one of the things, right? Because when I lost all the weight too, it was just like I didn't have any loose skin because mm. I actually was doing heavy lifting, mm. and and you know that kind of like gave me, which you know I'm kind of happy that I actually followed the progress, like my body told me. Yeah. Because you know, for me thinking, my thought was like, no, if I'm gonna lose the weight, I have to do, do be doing a bunch of cardio, not lifting weights, because the yeah. lifting weights is just gonna make me bigger. Right. Which. Mm-mm. The lifting weights is the thing that had to be done because mm-hmm. it actually you know it's gonna form you. So like when you lose all the weight, you won't have like loose in, like you know loose loose skin, those stretch marks and all that. Which 
you know, that's why when I lost all the weight, like, I didn't really have, like, any loose skin. Like, and okay. That's why I was, I gained muscle. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had never really thought about that before. So, basically, lifting heavy, making sure that you're gaining muscle, I did not know that that could help reduce loose skin. I had not. Because, yeah. like I said, I know, I have some seen videos of people when they lose, like, the whole weight as much yeah. as I did, and they have all this loose skin. Yeah. For me, like I said, I was doing the heavy lifting and keeping up with the protein and everything, and I didn't have like any yeah, yeah. skin or anything. Yet. Right. Okay. That's another interesting point. Okay. So yeah, talked about the diet, talked about the exercise, talked about the mindset shifts. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that you want to add in terms of the weight loss journey before we get into the other? I think we cover it up. I think we can get into like the more controversial well, Yeah, shit. we're going to have some controversial stuff that we talk about in this next episode here. So, all right. Well, that was, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Carlos round one. Round one. And, uh, yeah, round two coming soon. Round two. All right. By the way, tell them where to follow you on social media if they're interested. All uh, right. You guys can find me at R.S. Torote in Instagram. Yeah, and how do you spell it? So it's R-S-T-O-R-O-T-E. All right. Love it. All right. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you we'll for be on again soon. Brother. Yes, sir. See you around All right. Two. Peace. Love you all. We'll talk soon.